Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. First, let's have a look at the main business stories in the newspapers and websites, which we will do in the company of Michael Sullivan, the director of Unio Wealth Advisors and an author of The Leveling What Next After Globalization. Good morning, Mike. Joe, good very good morning. Where are you today? I'm in Cork, Joe, where your colleague has just said there's a consistent rainfall. Well, you'd be delighted to hear there is persistent rain here in Dublin as well. And I'm kind of glad that you're not in sunny France kind of showing off to the rest of us as you normally do when you join us. Can we start with Alan Healy in the Irish Examiner? He's a story about uh, reform of the tax system. So Alan Healy has a story, Joe, about making the tax system less complex. Uh, It's still a a complex story itself. Um, And what it's all about, Jared Brady, who's the chief economist of IBEC, uh, has flagged that uh, uh, Michael McGrath is going to um, publish, publish a roadmap for the introduction of a participation exemption to Irish corporation tax. Uh, and I'll tell you just in a sentence what that means. Um, it means that dividends from foreign subsidiaries of Irish companies uh, will be exempt from tax. Uh, and I think it does two things. I, I, I guess the, the, the major goal of this is to continue to bring Ireland into line with the uh, OECD G20 uh, tax framework uh, that we and about 140 other countries uh, have signed up for. Ireland in the past has come in for a lot of criticism from other countries, notably in Europe, uh, for its low tax regime. Uh, And up to now, Ireland is the only EU country that didn't have um, this uh, particular uh, exemption for for dividend tax. Uh, So I think the government can uh, use this to tell the story that we are, uh, we continue to adhere and sign up to the the global tax framework. The the second element is that it makes um, life just a little bit less complex for Irish companies. In the last couple of weeks, Joe, you and I have talked about companies like CRH. Uh, we have the uh, the the paper, uh, the cardboard manufacturing merger last week with Smurfit Kappa. So companies that are based in Ireland that have got overseas subsidiaries, uh, it makes the accounting and the tax treatment uh, just that little bit less complex. Yes, it does. And it, as you, as the Izabek said, it's bringing Ireland into line with other countries. Most Western European countries already have uh, this uh, system. Uh, so that's uh, probably a good thing. I presume that will come into force next year. The Financial Times is a story, and all the papers, in fact, have a story about the European Central Bank interest rates. And there's two rates, of course, the deposit rate and the refinancing rate. They both went up yesterday. They both went up. The best thing about the story, Joe, is the the chart. Um, And I'm sure many other papers as well as the FT will have it uh, because it just shows the uh, trajectory of interest rates in Europe over the last 20 years. Uh, And and for me, that makes two points. We've just come out um, in the last 10 years post the Eurozone financial crisis, post-COVID. We've come from a period of extremely low interest rates and, of course, QE, which is bond buying by the uh, the central banks. Uh, and then uh, rates have taken off like a like a rocket. Mm. Um, and I dare say, even if you go back to uh, the, the 
three euro times to look at other countries, Germany, for example, uh, or even some of the um, uh, the other European countries like Italy, there's rarely been a time when rates have risen uh, as quickly and by as much. Uh, I think yesterday um, for us at Unio, the main development was actually the euro. So the euro dropped sharply uh, against the dollar, dropped nearly 1%. Uh, and that is really the currency market signaling that they think that the ECB is done pretty much for the moment and that there's a possibility that the Federal Reserve in the States, with many commodity prices rising, may continue to maybe raise rates again uh, or certainly keep rates where they are. Um, so, so that was really the, the, the big story yesterday. Everyone expected rates uh, to go up. Uh, I think in the background, um, what we were looking for is uh, signs of further weakness across the, uh, the bigger Eurozone economies. Germany, for example, many of the lead indicators now at levels where um, in the past they've signaled uh, a, a recession. Our own economy is much uh, stronger. Uh, and of course, we continue to suffer inflation. Uh, but the bigger Eurozone economies really have been suffering the side effects of uh, fast raising rates. Yes, absolutely. And Germany is certainly the dashboard is flashing a lot of red signals. And uh, yeah, it'd be great if interest rates stopped and paused. Let's see how long they stay if they do pause uh, at the current rate and whether they would eventually go down. But given the fact that inflation is persistent, it looks as if rates will stay high for, let's say, at least a year. Uh, finally, the London Times is a story about arm holdings. A pretty amazing debut on the stock exchange. This is the story, Joe, about which books will be written because it has uh, everything. Uh, arm is owned by SoftBank, which is one of the uh, the world's biggest, uh, fastest moving uh, investment houses. Um, it has Arm, which is a strategic company. It's a uh, effectively a chip design company at a time when we are in uh, the chip wars, the tug of war between the US, uh, China, Europe is sort of in the middle because Europe doesn't have many chip companies apart, I guess, from ASML, an arm which uh, came out of the uh, the UK. Um, so c- semiconductor chips are, are, are extremely uh, strategic in terms of their role in electric cars, particularly in, in phones. And it also tells us a lot about the the health of financial markets. So this is the the first big uh, IPO or initial public offering uh, in in some time, and it's a pretty big one too. The the value of Arm now is 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 closing in on sixty billion, um, and SoftBank will get uh, cash of about five or six billion because of the IPO. Uh, and what many bankers expect is that this will now open the way for other uh, IPOs of other companies that are that are still private companies and that it will also invigorate the the venture capital and maybe the private equity uh, uh, market activity as as well um, so it's quite totemic in 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 a number of uh, in a number of, of, of respects yeah. uh, potentially I, I guess in line with the the rate story, it's a sign that capital markets uh, have digested this rate cycle and now beginning to come back to to life. Yes, arm holdings, of course, were bought uh, for a song by SoftBank when the pound collapsed after the Brexit referendum. And now they're making a lot of money off the back of that. Mike, thank you so much. Um, the Mark, uh, Michael Sullivan, the director of Unio Wealth Advisors and author of The Leveling. You can head off, my Mike, to The Wash or to Mutton Lane or The Oval or whatever your favourite pub is in Cork City this weekend, given the weather is so... 
Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.